hey, if you're a kid, don't listen to this because it's going to get freaky nasty. start another episode with we ball <laughs> we started an episode with we ball <laughs> the last one we started with fuck it we ball oh okay <laughs> rewind start again take us from the top when you walked in this morning yeah and i was like can we do a podcast and you were like i don't know i gotta get my thoughts in order <laughs> i didn't s- whoa whoa time out when i walked in this morning well you Stumbled out of your room like, uh, and I was like, rough night, huh? And then it turns out we both had a rough night. It was a rough night. But Asa at some point said he needed to get his thoughts in order. Yeah. And then turned and faced the window and said, it's quite wet outside. It said it's quite wet out there, not outside. Whatever. What's well, the difference? The, uh, there was a specific there that Sorry, I was talking about. Sorry, it's not verbatim. No, listen, listen to me. There's a specific there that I was talking about. Not just it was raining. <laughs> you know that spot on the lawn, the front lawn, where yeah. it's all muddy? That's what I was talking about. It's oh. quite wet. Well, how was I to know? Well, I you said were there. staring out into the street. That's <laughs> <laughs> what you said out there. <laughs> what else am I to take from that? Rain. <laughs> it's okay. quite wet, that rain. <laughs> wow, rain, huh? It's a wet and rainy day. Yeah, it was a rough night. True. Yeah, what was your enough right? Why was your r- night rough? Fucked <laughs> <laughs> out. Uh, I have a baby. Um, oh yeah, that's right. Welcome to Foxglove <laughs> and other fun imagery. F-A-O-F-I. We don't say this enough, but that's I'm true. Aiden. Right, I'm Aiden. Asa. That's Aiden's. I'm Asa. And we are, are the, here. We're the Hackett Twins. We are the Hackett Twins. We're here to talk to you about the word of the day. And Foxgloves and other fun imagery. And Foxgloves and other fun imagery. Right. Why are you tired? I was up until 2.30-ish. Finishing up uh, the book, the young adult romance novel. Is it young adult? Well, kind of seems adult. Sorted by our library, I think it is in the YA section. Wow, but uh, yeah, there's a lot of fucking spicy. You know what? Young adults will be fucking. Let me tell you. Don't please don't tell me. Okay, whatever. Anyway, a court of thorns and roses is the book that I was up reading, and it was definitely a novel. It was mediocre. I let's start off by saying I didn't really care for it. I know a lot of people have really liked this book. Did you it, not care for it because of the smut qualities? No, that is, the smut was fine. It just wasn't, it's not for me. It's for people who want to be growled at and bitten during sex. And that's not something that is for me. No, like specifically it's for those people. Just to be clear. Yeah. You don't like getting growled at. <laughs> <laughs> or bitten. I don't. And you're okay. making fun, but there are people that are, that Oh, I know. into that. Okay. Oh, are you? Is that something you're interested in? Can growl that? I mean, maybe in one direction. Biting is fine, but but I'm talking like a big big manly beast doing these things to you. Oh, yeah. Okay, all right. But I don't like them having done to me. I walk into the room and I go, grr, (laughs) arg. Right, exactly. (laughs) Right, that's where I'm coming from as well. So, let's just start off with the premise that this book wasn't written for me, so I didn't care for it that much. Okay. And that's fine. 
the but premise of the book the writing itself was good yeah the prose was was good the prose was was well done but it it made me i rolled my eyes so hard so many times over the reading of this book uh, it's never happened to me before where like huh. i had to stop and just roll my eyes because there's a lot of like Really? You've never rolled your eyes at a book? I mean, not this much, man. There, it was so, it was like overdone and obvious cliches. Like, it was brutal. There were things in this book where it was like, you know, she. the premise is a girl accidentally kills a fae creature. A girl named Feyre, by the way. Kills a fae. F-E-Y-R-E. <clears throat> okay. And, uh, Are you sure it's not fair? Yeah, they they say the pronunciation in the book. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's okay. fair. Anyway, she kills a fae creature. Pronounce like quote, they're near enough whatever <laughs> fuck off <laughs> and stop comparing it they're not the same uh <laughs> she kills a fake creature and because of some ancient treaty has to be taken into the fairy lands of a handsome fae king and made and growl into that oh man he's doing a lot of growling he can turn into like a wolf creature so he's doing With a, a barbed lot of... phallus he's uh stop I don't want to talk about this anymore. Okay, I'm sorry. We're on the smut, and my mind's on the smut. No, there's no wolf creature during sex, I think. He's mostly in his, the humanoid form. <laughs> anyway, doesn't matter. She gets taken back to the beautiful, sunny lands of his fake kingdom, and they start to fall in love, et cetera, et cetera. It's beautiful. There's, there's more going on. There's politics and stuff that's kind of cool. But wow. There's stuff over the course of the book where he's like, the reason I... I'm attracted to humans is because you love so fiercely over the short period of your lives and stuff like that. I'm, uh, of course, I'm shortening it down. This is just the gist of what he's saying. This is a paraphrase. Right. And that made me roll my eyes. And then there was something where he's like, we fairy, we fairies, of course we marry, but also we have something much We marry fairies. <laughs> <laughs> but also we have something much better. We marry fairies, marry, marry fairies. Yeah, just fuck off. <laughs> God damn it. We have we, something much better than marriage. We're so married. Shut up. Shut up and listen to him. We have some, <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> we have something much better than marriage. It's called mating. It's like it's marriage plus. Which, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. We have that too, though. No, no, no. No, it's where their souls, they, they're, they're bonded. Oh, see. mated for life. Right, exactly. Yeah. We have that as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sorry, God. Faye. We have that covered already. Oh, my God. There's a scene where he's like, you have to stay in your room tonight because there's a fairy ritual where we will bring the magic back to the land and I will become a hunter who will fuck the first woman he sees or something. So you should better, you probably should better stay in your room. The magic will take hold. I can't be... Oh, man. He can't be held accountable exactly, for what yeah. happened. No, yeah. Oh, and of course, hell. he sees her. No, well, she she obviously... No one told her what was going on. So she did like leave her room because they were just like, like, hey, stay in your room tonight. And so she leaves the room. She goes to the party. And, and then some other fairy there who's like on her side is like, yo, you cannot be here right now or else you're going to get fucked, man. <laughs> and so he like takes her away. And then later she leaves her room and he shows up and he's still like half magical horny. He's like... I, I smelled you. <laughs> this is some Twilight bullshit. It is 100% some Twilight bullshit. Yeah. And it turns out uh, he's under a curse. Yeah. Um, and the only way to break that curse was to be loved by a human woman who didn't really like the fate to begin with. The answer to the curse was love. And, and, that, and she couldn't... answer to the curse. Yeah. She had to say that she loved him and mean it to break the curse earlier in the book. Oh, okay. She didn't. Is that called but, an answer? Whatever. Sure. But but like that. But she had to say "I love you," and then couldn't figure out the answer to the riddle. A this week, might be the first time that a, a curse is broken by true love. Oh my god, I I can't. Anyway, I didn't really like it. <laughs> <laughs> this, which is why you were up until three a.m. reading it. 
Yeah, the prose is good. I don't know what to tell you. I, I couldn't, although, like, half, I almost stopped so many times. But I told my friend that I would read it, because I thought maybe, you know, there, there's cool things in it, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's cool shit like going on. Like the beast sex. Yeah, I'm not that into the beast sex. But, you know, the fae are cool. There's yeah. magic going on. True. There's some sword fighting or whatever. Some merry fairies in marriage. All right. <laughs> Chill out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm not, I'm not going to get you any of the series. Sorry. I'm sure that it's for people who are real horny to get some big dude on them. So that's... Uh, and more power to you. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, that was my... That's why I was up late. I, I couldn't... <laughs> and then I couldn't sleep because I was so, like, irritated about the ending of this book and all this. Yeah. Oh, man. I think the word of the day should be Mary Fairy Marriage. That's uh, it's a good word of the day. I've got a, I've got a word of the day. Though. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Well, it's we'll come back to it. What? Let's stop talking about my gripes with it's perfectly not... reasonable novels. It's not even smut. They only fuck twice, I think. Or whatever. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's basically Kingslayer Chronicles at this point. There was one point where he sheathed his penis inside of her, though, I think. Wow. Yeah. Gotta love that. Vivid imagery. Quite. And other fun imagery. A lot of growling. <laughs> oh, it's snowing. A lot of growling. Oh, shit. It's snowing. A lot of growling. A lot of biting. A lot of, like... Hannah, it's snowing! Fuck. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear that, but Hannah's... Very pleased. All right, moving on. Okay. Word of the day. No, I know you. If you want, sure, yeah. The word of the day is Voigt. Voigt. Like yeah. John Voigt? Very much like John Voigt. Do you want it in a sentence or? Sure. John, I saw John Voigt in Anaconda with, I think, Jennifer Lopez or something like that. Who sure. was, I don't know who was in Anaconda. Yeah, Ice Cube, Jennifer Lopez. Really? Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson was in Anaconda? Oh, yeah. He I got he I got eaten seen, in a big way. I haven't seen Anaconda. There's a great scene where he gets eaten by the Anaconda and the Anaconda swims away and you can see Owen Wilson's face imprinted on the side of the Anaconda. It's just like a big old nose. <laughs> <laughs> His broken ass nose. Yeah, the CGI artist really did him dirty in that, in that scene. Yes. Oh, God. That's, uh, that's pretty good. That sounds terrible. It's a, it's a really good movie. Okay. That's the word of the day. Yeah. Voight. Well, we can talk about something else now. Yeah, if you want to. If you'd like. We just got to work the word of the day into it somehow. Word of the day was Voight. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, let me read you the first two paragraphs of this. Hope is the thing with feathers because I think this is all all I read. And then I laughed and I put it down to something we should talk about. Okay. Okay. This is an article called Hope is the Thing with Feathers by... Amory, Amory, Roe Salem. Wow. Great Chances name. are Ruth Bader Ginsburg was sick long before the rest of us discovered her illness. Yeah. When we did, the news hit us like a boxer's mitt to the heart. Yeah. Not just because her tiny frame seemed so completely incapable of carrying the weight of a serious diagnosis, Aww. but also because of the unfairness of it all, the injustice. It's true. Ruth was small but feisty, often taking on adversaries of twice her heft. She was our David in an arena of Goliaths. Though she wasn't spoiling for fights, she was skilled at ending them, rarely failing to punctuate her victories with a small show of rhetorical force. Ruth was unrelenting, vigilant, and inquisitive. What's funny about this? This is all true. We loved her for all of those traits. And because she laid blue eggs. Okay. Now... Only two of our chickens, Ruth and her flockmate oh, Michelle Obama, laid my blue eggs. God. 
Oh my fucking god. <laughs> the rest of our feathered badass lady gang, Simone Biles, Megan Rapinoe, Scarlett Johansson, Kamala Harris, and Alephine Tuyamuk. Uh, forgive me if I didn't pronounce that correctly. All laid brown eggs, which were lovely and appreciated. But finding a blue egg in the nesting box surfaced memories of unearthing that rare piece of blue sea glass on the windswept winter beaches of my childhood. Wow. So that's Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> Fantastic. What a what a way to keep RBG alive. Huh? Oh man. Uh. It's so weird because Ruth her legacy was was very much that way where she was taking on male opponents in the political arena. Right. Um fighting for and also taken at a time where it was bad. <laughs> yeah, for everybody. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh Anyway, I thought it was a very interesting Yeah sort of uh cut into just being chickens well it well written i would say yeah it did it did hit me it i was hmm i'm having mixed feelings yeah it yeah. kind of felt disrespectful almost no. well because i had i was remembering rbg so fondly during the first half of that like yeah hell yeah, yeah. yeah. fuck yeah dude she, yeah she did yeah plus the eggs oh right okay yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just going to show you something. Right? What I've done is I've read this much. Okay. There's uh, wow. there's, there's, uh, there's quite a bit more. About the chickens? About the chickens, oh. specifically. And when I say quite a bit more, I mean a lot. Oh, God. I don't... And I'm not going to go into it. I don't it. think I have the... We just we just wanted that first I little appreciate bit. that. I'm, I'm, let's just say R.I.P. R.B.G. R.I.P. R.B.G. Yeah. You were a, you were a, a you baddie. Were, you were a merry fairy. No, yep. Let's um, get married. Let's talk about rich people. Okay. What fun. Yep. What fun rich people are. Yeah. Well, there's a hotel in New York called the Plaza Hotel. It's a very iconic hotel. And a lot of rich people go and stay Is at that the, the John Wick one? No. Oh. That's the Continental. Sorry. Go on. That's a fictional hotel. Oh, really? So this is written from the, uh, the perspective of... A staffer. Yeah. Like a political staffer or like a staff member at the like hotel? Like a butler of the hotel. Okay. Like a hotel butler. So he has a bunch of stories about fetching weird shit for very rich people. Fetching. Between lobster, which is not that weird. Not that weird. Viagra. Not that Again, weird. Again, not that weird. Or comforting rich women over spilling their blueberries. Again, not that weird. I, I would hate to lose my blueberries. Yeah. Uh, but that doesn't really quite get to the the deep and the all dirty. right well then get get to the deets man all right well there's sort of a hierarchy for rich people who stay at the plaza the top of the top is the kings and the uh heads of state they're called the the uh v1s v1s they are ever present apparently there's always at least one on the premise it's always a king it's always a king a queen a head of some state. And when the king leaves, the next highest person yeah. becomes the king. And then the high rollers, the celebs, recognizable people. Okay. Not There's not V2s. These are just high rollers. High rollers. No, no. Uh, they're called DVs, distinguished visitors. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> now, something that this person has a whole segment on is bath time. Because yeah. bath time, where rich people, is very, very weird, apparently. Yeah. Often they will request and or demand that the butlers stay in the room while they're in the bath. Yeah. So that they can bring them treats and <laughs> soaps and whatever have you. All right. Cakes and creams. Cakes and creams, daddy. Uh, they want scented oils and, and stuff. Right. Uh, and then they'll get out of the bath 
and leave the butler to go elbow deep in their dirty water and, and empty out the tub. Right. Full of not just water frequently. Poop? Maybe not. I wasn't going to go to poop. But oh, you're thinking semen. Leftover food. Oh. Stuff like that. Oh, that makes more sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one time, uh, someone came to the hotel and asked them to fill the bathtub with oysters. Uh, and what they did was they filled it with ice and oysters, assuming they wanted like just sort of an in-hotel room <laughs> oyster bar. <laughs> but when they arrived, they said, no, no, no. Run me a bath and fill it with oysters. And they got in to this tub full of oysters. Horrifying. Terrible. Totally disgusting. Disgusting. Uh, he wanted the oysters placed around his soaking body. Um, Hell yeah. And then when he was satisfied, he purchased the room next door for the butler to stay during the duration of his stay. Fantastic. Yeah. That's pretty sick. Yeah. And they just cracked open that adjoining room door that those suites certainly have. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. Butler. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. Something this guy goes into detail on, which I don't want to go into detail on so much, is that they do a lot of profiling of hotel guests, like guests from certain countries. They'll do certain things for automatically. Oh, okay. Um, women get certain, like, things. Uh, they stock the mini bar for middle-aged women more than for anyone else. Wow. Um, there's like an Arabic amenity with like dates and stuff. Anyway, they do, they do some interesting profiling for the rich. Yeah. However, it doesn't always go that way because often the rich have some unpredictable tastes. Like oysters in the bath. Like oysters in the bath. There was a Middle Eastern prince who ordered cooked lobster from room service for every meal. Every meal. Fantastic. And then threw the empty shells out of the window into the fountain in the courtyard below. As is custom. As is custom. In the Middle East, yes. There was another time where one of the desk staff got a call from a very rich woman uh, who was crying and sobbing. Just, quote, as though her husband died and she had just discovered the body. (laughs) And when they finally got her calmed down... Wow, that's quite a call. The reason was that... The reason she was crying is that there was no more Kleenex in her suite and that her daughter had been forced to use toilet paper to blow her nose. Wow. Like the pores? Like the pores do. My God. Resorting to the bum paper. Yeah, that goes on your butt. It goes right on your butt. You and never then put back your, on the roll, you apparently. Wouldn't, you wouldn't put your butt on your nose. You wouldn't steal a butt. <laughs> yeah. um, or would I? <laughs> uh, they do get requests for drugs and sex workers, um, oh, yeah. but not as frequently as people might think. Yeah. Uh, however, yes. they all carry condoms with them. At all times. Just in case. Especially in the evening, because apparently a significant number of calls is to just bring someone a rubber. Oh, I thought it was a a, a Lonely Island scenario. <laughs> just in case the, the staff jizz in their pants? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he, he, recalls, um, he recalls a story of another butler who always carries condoms uh, being asked... To fulfill a late night request of condoms, uh, knocking on the door, receiving no answer, going inside, and finding the couple waiting in the to go position. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, waiting, Anoint my penis <laughs> waiting, with the condom. Waiting to be <laughs> condomed, uh, which is pretty fun. Yeah. Pretty cool. Uh, people, the rich, being very um, unhappy with service all the time, complaining nonstop. 
Um, if they empty the mini bar and they receive a bill for the mini bar, they will inevitably complain. And then the staff is forced to take pictures, like document the room, like a crime scene for bottles and, and like stains and shit and mm. broken furniture right. after this happens, just so that they can, um, they can build them so they can build them, which goes into the next, the next part, which is the easiest way to get banned. Um, and the easiest way to get banned is to mistreat the staff. Oh yeah. Discriminate against the staff. You can ask them to bring that condom in and sure. put it on. On your penis, but you can't ask them to do it with their mouth. I was more like racial slur and oh, sexual slur stuff. Yeah, that's but bad. also that that's bad too. Yeah, he cites one instance of two spe- sorry two instances of specific celebrities uh, that are permanently banned from the plaza. One, an unnamed pop diva, uh, has been banned and expelled for excessive drug use and alcohol use, which doesn't surprise me. And then one, when Charlie Sheen broke a bunch of the sweets furnishings on a coke fueled rage hell yes i think i've heard about that oh yeah an unnamed pop celebrity and also charlie sheen yep fantastic yep uh a couple just a couple more things while this all sucks pretty bad yeah yeah they get tipped very well in general on average yeah usually tipped in the thousands by each person yeah and then uh, the last thing I want to mention is that there is a pretty common request from the rich to get read bedtime stories. Oh, sad. It is kind of sad. That's a little melancholy. Isn't it's it? kind of sad. Yeah. Like they just, they, they're clearly out of touch and they need to be a little more, they need some, you know, comfort. If this is the worst that rich people have to offer, I don't know what all the hate's about. This is not the worst. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the they seem like, like sad, lonely people. Anyway, I can't, is, I can't wait for the Epstein list. This to come is the out. funniest of the worst. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Because there, there's some bad stuff. Anyway, there's another story of a butler going, getting a request to read a bedtime story, uh, going in the room, expecting to find children of the rich person. No, yeah. And instead finding uh, the rich person, their partner, and two other people in the bed waiting to get read a bedtime story. <laughs> so this is just fucking with the butler at this point, right? I guess, man. Oh, guys, I'm so bored. We've done every carnal pleasure on earth. What should we do? Yeah. What if we all got in the bed and uh, had the butler come in and read us a bedtime story? <laughs> Hell yes. Yeah. I That's mean, really good. It's, they're just patiently waiting to yeah. read. And then, everyone like sort of drumming on the covers. Yeah. Ooh, here it comes. My favorite part. This led me down a little bit of a rabbit hole when I did some research on Vegas casinos and stuff that rich people... That shit was actually pretty harrowing. There's some weird stuff where like... They will request the butlers to pack their luggage for them while they're like having sex with with a random person. This is the story of a famous NBA star. Anyway, fantastic. Uh, something interesting I found was that this specific casino that I was reading about um, has a room for high rollers that they will open up at a moment's notice if this person is ready to gamble like millions. They can open up a room called the reserve. And have it stocked and staffed and ready in like minutes to get this person to spend all their money. And yeah. the person writing this story uh, recounted a time where someone lost $36 million or something. It was like kind of like a, it was a Baccarat game. So it was like back and forth, but inevitably the house won. And they lost the equivalent of the small GDP of a small country. Yeah. Jump change. It's crazy. Love that. I think out of the uh, all the cities, 
Yeah. I think Las Vegas is the one I would least like to go to. Yeah, it's sort of a monument to capitalism. Yeah. Although something I didn't know is that sex work is illegal in Las Vegas. Right, in Las Vegas. In proper. Clark County specifically. Right, yeah. In, in Nevada, it is legal. Yeah. You got something you want to talk about? Do I? Do you? Not really. Books? We got some books. Ready for books? Yeah. You have anything else, huh? No, that was that was a lot. That was a I lot. I feel like I just talked for a while. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But this is going to be sort of the ending. Perfect. Scenario. Unless we got emails. Email. I got uh, a message from Sully. Oh, yeah? Sent me a TikTok that said reminded her of the podcast. And was it flattering? Not so much. Yeah. For no some, it was it was this uh, theoretical scenario in which this man's girlfriend asked him, name a woman. And he was supposed to name her, right? But he says, Mary Shelley immediately. And then, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's then a just, big... That's pretty funny. And then says, like, she's, like, you know, the modern-day Prometheus. She lost her ch- child and wrote this book at, like, 18, and it's, like, the most powerful thing. It was, like, woman. 17 or something. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, it was the a The first re- science fiction book, many people can agree. It was a very good TikTok, and thank you, for Sully, for sending that in. That's it, pretty funny. It was, it's definitely our milieu. Yeah. Our roadhouse. Yep. Roadhouse. Oh, there's a new roadhouse. There's a new roadhouse? Um, wait, wait. Real quick, though. Uh-huh. In Roadhouse, yeah. are you the main guy or are you the other guy? The guy who gets his throat punched out? Who gets his throat punched out? What? That's the whole thing in Roadhouse where fucking... Um... Sam Elliott. Oh, no, no, no. No, the bad guy. No, you fuck get... that. You're not... No, no one wants to be the bad guy in Roadhouse. Hey, who's the guy in Roadhouse? He's the dirty, the dirty dancer. Dancing. He's uh, he's very famous. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, no. Patrick Swayze. Thank you. Patrick Swayze is his name. Oh, my God. Patrick wow. Swayze. And then Sam Elliott rolls up on a motorcycle yeah. looking fresh. Oh, yeah? Not at all fresh, but like grun- grungy in a good way. Grungy fresh. Yeah, grungy. He's got... But he's younger, you know? Mary, fairy, Mary. He's got like his hair like... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm Sam Elliott. You can be Patrick Swayze. What's about, what? Tell me about this new Roadhouse. Uh, starring um, Jake Gyllenhaal. Have you not seen the images from this? Because he's fucking no. shrouded. I mean, absolutely shrouded. It it's crazy. Holy shit. That dude's pecs look like my ass. It's crazy. <laughs> no, I, yeah, 100% believe it. Jake Gyllenhaal's a big dude. Oh, God. It's, uh, I, don't, I don't think it follows the, exact, the original exactly, but... That's probably good. There's it's definitely... Original's a very 80s movie. Him with his shirt off, about to fight a guy. Does he, like, is he doing kicks? I assume he's going to kick a man. Because there's a lot of, like, kicking in Roadhouse. Oh, yeah. Roundhouse kick. Fuck, that dude is... Uh, who else is in it? I don't know. Okay. I only saw it still. All right. I, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about books. Yeah, let's talk about some books. So I was on Goodreads looking around because I didn't have, didn't, didn't have a concept for this one. So I was just looking around for inspiration. And I came across a, uh, like a, a book playlist called like bird shifters or something like that. Bird shifters. So it's for those less fantasy inclined, it's just going to be where birds basically, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so the, like animorphs. Animorphs was on the list <laughs> <laughs> and it was supposed to be romance novels specifically. So oh. there must've been some weird teen romance in that. Animorphs. Oh yeah. I think Have you never first, read animorphs? animorphs? I've read animorphs. It's dark. It's dark. It's brutal. I don't know why it's for, kids man it should be young adult at least it started off and this is actually good because our podcast is a little heteronormative so we've got some queer stuff to start it off with good yeah so we've got i think a, a pretty gay series here to start it off with and it's 
the Symbiotic Mates series, of course. Symbiotic Mates. Yeah, I think it's about a shifter and a human, or I don't know exactly. I'm just basing it off the titles, which are not that funny, but they're good. How would you know that it's a queer story, then? Um, it's def- it's definitely that. Just looking at the covers. Oh, the cover. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's all I got for you. Okay. And the titles. So we've got Cullen and the Kindred Spirit. Now, is this a Twilight thing? It's not. No, no, no. Okay. I mean, maybe. Is there vampires in it? I can't tell you. It's by a different person. It's definitely two dudes. Do you think uh, Stephanie, author of Twilight, would... Stephanie Myers. Stephanie Myers. You think Stephanie Myers would write a, a gay romance? I no, don't think so. But I think there's plenty of fan fiction about it. Probably right. This is not that. Colon and the Kindred Spirit was the first one. It's fine. Let's move on. Hunter and the Hawk was Hunter pretty good. and the Hawk. We've got Talon and the Falconer, which is a great... It rolls are, off. Wow, yeah, these are good. Really good. And then Peter and the Wolf. Peter and... <laughs> that one <laughs> that one may have taken inspiration from something that one seems like it's already a thing yeah it might be already a thing moving on to owl's fair uh this is a different series now owls i think we're moving back into straight territory sorry uh, sorry everybody possessive owls plural yep possessive okay owl apostrophe s fair f-a-i-r fair yeah like Owl's fair. fair temperature temperament. Owl's fair. fair in love and war. Ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> fuck off with that. <laughs> I think so. Owl's fair Owl's in love and <laughs> war. Owl's... <laughs> Owl's fair is so Come good. On. It took me a second. Owl's fair. I think it's more obvious when you read it. Like, Owl, when you're hearing it, Owl's fair? <laughs> God damn it. Ah, man. Owl's fair. This next one is really good. It's just one word with an exclamation point after it. It's called duck. (laughs) (laughs) And I think this is how I like my my romance. My shifter romance. Duck. This is is about um, Dick Cheney shooting that guy in the face. Yeah, the next one in the series is called Pull. (laughs) Really? No. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) No. Okay. Okay. Let's move on. Duck is good. Duck is really good. We've got kind of a a variety here. So we've got Hawking a Future. Stephen Hawking? Right. Is it a a Hawking reference? Hawking. Hawking. Comma? It's got a, a, a... very chiseled man with a hawk behind him. Grammar me, baby. What, what Hawking a future. No grammar. No grammar. No nothing. It's a romance novel about a bird shifter. Hawking a future. Hawking a future. Right. You're, you're, it's like hunting a future. Got it, got it. But I think it's supposed to be a Stephen Hawking reference. Is he ripped? Was he? He was a hawk? <laughs> wasn't he? Is he? Was, it, was he? Wasn't he? Wasn't was he? he wasn't, wasn't he? he? We've got Big Flight, <laughs> which I love. <laughs> For no particular... Be my new nickname. <laughs> big Flight. Hey, Big Flight. What up, Big what's, Flight? What's up? Oh. Big Flight's got some big rippling muscles on him, too. Damn, that's so awesome. That's and then there's all, then this list, which again is a romance novels, bird shifters list on Goodreads, gets kind of bird off sh- the track wait, here. Wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. There's a filter on the Goodreads called no, bird shifters. So, so there's these lists that users can make. Oh, it's like a playlist. Oh yeah. Okay. Someone has made a playlist of bird shifter romance <laughs> novels. <laughs> That's what I'm rocking with here, man. And the rest of these these next couple. They don't say, they're not bird in the title, but there must be a bird 
shifter in there which is why there must be a uh, so we've got we've got the grayback bear series grayback bear right and i think it's about bear shifters primarily this one's called grayback broken bear if you're into that grayback broken bear grayback broken bear this sounds like something else i know yeah it sounds like a jake gyllenhaal movie kind of sounds like a jake gyllenhaal movie <laughs> we've got woodcutter werebear i do think we're sort of back into a queer genre werebear has such a good woodcutter werebear i'm talking woodcutter werebear you don't like grayback broken bear grayback grape i don't <laughs> it's know it's hard to say it's harder to say grayback broken bear woodcutter werebear and then I found one that sort of ties our birds and bears together. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, the missing link. <laughs> the missing link. It's the hawk and her lumbear jack. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's so obvious. Oh my God. I can't even believe it. Ugh. The hawk and the lumbear jack? And hawk and her lumbear jack. <laughs> specifically and it bear is in capitals in the middle of lumberjack <laughs> in her lumbear jack Owl's fair with the lumbear jack <laughs> <laughs> it's got the gray back of broken bear with the owl's gray back fair broken lumber bear owl's fair lumbear duck fuck <laughs> all right that's all i got for you for God. the birds and the bears hey that one was that was a choice i can't take credit for that somebody on goodreads has who, curated this who that's a, say who curated that yeah, we need have to, to give this person a shout out all right let me do a quick search no Bird, <laughs> it doesn't say bird shifters in romance this list was created and voted on by goodreads members heroes add heroines i think it means and so whoever created this heroes and heroines of paranormal and sci-fi romance that have the power to become birds bad sh bird shifters in romance this is the best thing that's ever happened to us yeah it's this is community where... created and voted on lists of obscure romance this novels. is the direction this podcast is going now I'm so everyone get on board so choice choo choo and excited about that we're gonna have to throw some more kids books in eventually but yeah one day one day oh, oh for now though it's just been treating me so right yeah that was a good one god damn all right let's wrap it up here yeah let's do that you got any business no no business thanks to sully for sending in a very funny thing that you thought that reminded a uh, uh, you of us. If you'd like to send in something, you're welcome to DM us on Instagram. At yep. Foxgloves Pod is the Instagram handle. Uh, or email, I think. Or email. Yeah. Foxglovescast at gmail.com. Why is it Foxglove Pod and then also Foxgloves Cast? You're killing me. Together it makes podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hate you. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh, uh, unrelated. Quick, quick thing. I wanted to, I wanted to say that I liked your musical lick from the last episode. That oh, Payton requested. Thank you. Yeah, That's that right. Was, that was quite good. Uh, I hope they like it. I think that it's. Uh, yeah. It, it was well done. It was uh, short and sweet. It cracked me up. God. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that was a nukulele. In case you were, in right. case anyone was uncertain what that was i have i have a whole host of yeah go for the mandolin next time maybe man. the mandolin maybe the violin uh piano. Peyton, if you're listening let's get you in on here with some cello oh action. yeah 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 if you want to like add some cello to the intro music that would be or we could replace cool. the outro with like a really sort of melancholy a very cello. somber yeah. cello yeah fugue that'd be great <laughs> 
All right. Okay. Let's wrap it up. Bye, Mom. Bye, Dad. Oh, Love bye, you. Mom. Bye, Dad. Thanks for listening. Bye.